Hey friends, we got a bonus episode for you today. And uh, what we decided to do in the in the heat and the thick of this new series that we have called Gospel Period, where we're kind of dissecting the gospel, looking at the gospel, preaching the gospel, uh, taking a look at what the Bible has to say about the gospel. We want to tell you about our ministry, Gospel Ministries, who we are, what we're about. Uh, I'm going to jump right at it right now. So stay tuned and... Uh, Get ready to get ready to dive into something cool. Okay, well, uh, I already kind of let the cat out of the bag as to what we're going to talk about today. I'm really excited to talk about this because uh, this is my ministry. It's what I'm passionate about. Um, but I, I thought maybe you've heard me talk about gospel ministries before. And uh, really just kind of not known what it's all about. So um, so I thought we would, let's do that. Let's talk about it. Uh, I'm going to actually, you know, I'm going to show you our logo and, and who we are and uh, the, the causes that we support, all of those things. But before I get to all that, I want to introduce to you my friend and partner in crime that's always here with me every single week, Mr. Don Medicus. Hey. Back in the saddle. Yes, he is. Back in the saddle. We appreciate you, my friend. Love you. And uh, very uh, thankful to have you be a part of this me ministry with me. Um, again, gospel ministries. Uh, so I, I'm going to kind of, uh, I guess, tell you the same things right now that I tell you every week. And that's that gospel ministries is a missions organization that provides Bibles to new believers and supports churches who do the same thing. So uh, we are happy to help uh, help provide Bibles to uh, either hundreds or thousands of new believers each and every year. Uh, it's something that we're passionate about because of my testimony and, and how I read the Bible for the first time, one of those little green Gideon Bibles uh, that someone left in a jail cell when I was 16 years old. Yes, I, I did hard time, Don. You know, I did hard time, and I got to I got to fit that in every time I talk somewhere. Was that so, 18 years? Eight, 18 hours. Oh, 18, 18 hours. Yes, 18 oh, hours, okay. yeah. yeah so, so, so he knows how to go along with the joke now <laughs> because he's been, you know, listening to my sermons for quite some time. But, uh, but, but Gospel Ministries, um, you know, having uh, been in, a traditional pastor for many years, gone to seminary and everything like that, uh, 20 years to be exact, I branched out, started my own ministry called Gospel Ministries, and uh, we've you know got our own mission statement, our own logo, all of that stuff. You probably see it on the screen each and every week, but uh, in addition to being passionate about Bibles because of my own personal story, we also want to support church planting and missionaries who are sharing the gospel around the world. We do uh, support several of those who are uh, helping with church plants and sharing the gospel in the United States, in Central America, in Africa, India, and even in the Philippines. So uh, we do that actually on a monthly basis. We're super excited to do it. Amen. And uh, yeah, so I guess before we launch into a discussion of our logo and all of that kind of stuff, uh, Don, I thought I'd ask you, uh, because you're a partner with us and with me in gospel ministries. Amen. So, um, of course, one thing I forgot to mention, we create online content. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I guess it's kind of a no-brainer. Uh, that's one of the things we do. We create on, so we, we create our, we do our show every week where we talk about biblical topics and we want to show that people that the Bible is true because without that, Amen. there's no foundation for the gospel. Uh, Don, why are you passionate about the gospel and why do you help me with gospel ministries? 
Well, the gospel is, is actually uh, the good news. And the good news is about Jesus Christ uh, coming down here and giving himself as a living sacrifice for us. And I'm passionate about it because it's totally changed my whole life from where I was to where I am today. And I want people to understand that, that they need to get saved. They need to come to Jesus Christ. And the only way they're going to know it is through the gospel of Jesus Christ and learning about him through the word of God. And uh, some people, you know, might differ from that as far as they don't believe the Bible. But as far as I'm concerned, every word in there is true. And I believe with all my heart. And it's totally changed my life and the way I live. Yeah. Amen. Um, Amen. I agree wholeheartedly. And that's one of the reasons that I'm so passionate about the Bible and the gospel, because it's true. Right. It's a true story. Amen. Um, One of the reasons I spend a great deal of time actually with the book of Genesis and some of those Mm -hmm. um, origin, our origin of our universe and and, and of mankind is because uh, I believe that apart from that, there is no good news in the gospel. Um, you know, that's that's one reason that we spend time on some of the topics that we do. Uh, I've spent a great deal of time talking about Mount Sinai. My son and I went to Mount Sinai to, to see some of this stuff because some people have said that there's no evidence for the Exodus. Well, we showed them there is evidence for mm-hmm. the Exodus. One of the reasons I've spent a lot of time on evolution uh, and how it is a lie, it is false. Uh, there is not evidence for it. You can interpret evidence the way you want to interpret it, but, you know, there's a lot of evidence to the contrary that just isn't taught um, in regard to evolution. And one of the things, in, in kind of in talking about the gospel, Don, when we talk about it, it, okay, the gospel is that all we've all sinned, we're sinners, mm-hmm. I'm a sinner, you're a sinner, we're all sinners, we need a savior, Exactly. Christ died for our sins and gives us an opportunity to come to know him through faith. That's the gospel. Mm -hmm. And with repentance and baptism, we receive Jesus and we're welcomed into the family of God. So this, this is the basic gospel story. Well, one of the things that evolution does is it undercuts the first part and undercuts the need for the gospel so that it's almost like you don't need it because there was death before sin. I don't know if you ever thought about that before, but but it's it's just my little thing. I, I, it, it, believing in a, a literal six day creation isn't a prerequisite for the gospel. I'm only saying you, you can be saved and be a Christian and and believe in evolution. I'm just saying that that narrative has done more harm than good in our culture, and I don't mm-hmm. think we realize as Christians that it's actually incredibly damaging to uh, to the not only the biblical narrative but also to our ability to share the gospel. Right. Um, it's, it's damaging to it. Um, I, and I can point you to an example for ex- in the book of Acts where the Apostle Paul is talking to the uh, Athenians. These are a pagan people, and he talks to them about their gods. They're, they're not real gods, but they're statues and their idols that they have in their community and their, uh, their belief system. And, uh, BS, belief system. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he, he talks to them. Uh, about their BS, and he says to them, interestingly, that God created all men from one man. And uh, the, the way he frames that, I just find very fascinating, because I, I think that's that's a scripture for us today. 
I think that's a message for us today. He goes on to say that that God will judge all men by mm-hmm. by one man, another man, not the first Adam, but the second Adam, Jesus Christ. Right. And so, you know, I think that's a great uh, Acts chapter seventeen is a is a great template for us when we're sharing the gospel today to an increasingly pagan uh, culture. We want to do it in love. Paul actually in Acts chapter seventeen shares the gospel with grace, and he says, "I see that you have a statue to an unknown God." Well, that uh, thing that you don't know, I've come to proclaim to you today. I've come to make him known to you. And then he goes on to overlay Mm -hmm. the biblical narrative. He doesn't shy away from it. He doesn't say it's not necessary. He he tells them the truth in a loving way, in a gracious way. He tells them the truth. He's sensitive, uh, but he he does not refrain from telling them the truth. So so that's the gospel. I think that's the way uh, some of the narratives of our day undercut it, because if uh, there was death before there was sin— the Bible teaches us that, that death came because of sin. Right. Uh, it also, I think, speaks negatively to our Creator, saying that uh, God created things not good. Like, um, in other words, like if God created things and there was death, and then God created through death, um, I, in my opinion, and in the opinion of most people, that's not a good creation. No. And it says in Genesis that God created things good. So, um, you know, so you have that little theological discrepancy there. I mean, a pretty big theological discrepancy, let's be honest. But, uh, but, but also, you know, the, the, uh, uh, I think there's other implications as well. If we came from animals, um, you know, there's, there's more moral implications of that mm-hmm. as well. It doesn't seem to uh, seem that we would be made in the image of God. You may disagree with what I'm saying. You may feel like I'm, you know, kind of lumping ev- everything in. I'm being too, generalizing too much. Uh, I'm sharing with you my feelings on it and the feelings of a lot of other people about evolution, uh, how it undercuts the Bible. Uh, it it uh, hurts. It, and there's there's lots of Christians today, uh, famous pastors, who who teach evolution, who believe that that the universe is 13 billion years old. I'm you know William Lane Craig. He's a tremendous apologist for intelligent design. Uh, he's he's a strong believer, but really is way off on this one. He's a very smart, intelligent person as well, and, and um, you know you probably have seen videos from him, not even realizing that it was him. Um, so he does a lot of good for the kingdom, but uh, there's other people like him who just uh, I think um, give in, <laughs> give in on this this issue uh, of origins. And uh, to contemporary uh, science and, um, yep. uh, you know, the, the uh, consensus, scientific, contemporary scientific consensus, uh, at many points in history, people of the consensus has been wrong. Um, you know, so that's just food for thought. And I guess, you know, going off on a little bit of a rabbit trail, but that's, that's a topic that we talk about quite a bit. I, you know, you, if you know me, you know that I'm somewhat passionate about that. And that's why, because I feel like this is gospel ministries, and there's no gospel uh, without a good creation, without God creating mankind in his image, without being able to trust the foundational pages. Jesus' resurrection, if removed from the foundational pages of Scripture, loses its meaning. Right. Uh, many people, you know, s- s- actually go to the extent that not only do they uh, uh, turn uh, Genesis chapter 1 and 2 and 3 into a metaphor and Genesis, Genesis chapter 6 with the global flood and so on, 
but they'll go on to say that the resurrection is a metaphor as well. So we, we believe in these, that these events literally happened. It's, uh, it's important as Christians that we believe these things for a plethora of reasons. And, uh, so that's, that's why we do what we do. So, um, so having said all of that, a foundational verse for us, now that we've kind of clarified a little bit about what we mean when we talk about the gospel salvation, uh, by faith, uh, by grace, um, in Jesus Christ alone, um, you know, we, we clarified what we mean. Uh, you may have seen our, uh, our foundational scripture before, which is Romans 1.16, I am not ashamed of the gospel. Why? Because it is the power of God unto salvation for everyone who believes. And uh, you'll notice the, the gospel ministry's logo sort of right uh, underneath there. Uh, this is a little bit better of a, uh, this is a little bit of a better picture of it right here. Uh, gospel ministries, and in the word gospel, you'll actually see kind of like a little symbol in there. So you know, that's who we are, gospel ministries. Uh, you'll that little symbol. It looks like a triangle inside of a circle. Um, that logo actually has meaning, and so I wanted to explain that a little bit to you today. Uh, this is our mission statement. Don, you know this one. Mm-hmm. You've probably heard me say it before, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Quite a few times, actually. We exist to experience, demonstrate, and share God's great gospel. Amen. So uh, that is our mission statement. We exist to experience, demonstrate, and share God's great gospel. Go ahead and say that along with me if you want at home. We exist to experience, demonstrate, and share sure. God's, yep. great, God's gospel. great gospel. And so uh, there, there's a little bit of a methodology there. Um, and, and again, you know, all of that has meaning. So, uh, kind of jumping back into it, our mission statement, uh, this is the logo. So th- this logo you actually see inside the O of the gospel ministries, uh, larger logo. Uh, this has meaning too. Um, one of the things I found interesting, Don, is I didn't realize this is also a symbol for Alcoholics Anonymous, which, oh really? uh, yeah, I think is kind of cool because, uh, my father, had 37 years of sobriety mm-hmm. uh, through that organization. I never saw him take a drink. It was a huge influence on my life uh, in ways that I didn't even realize, probably being at least somewhat responsible for me eventually going on to serve Christ and become a pastor and that kind of a thing and wanting to serve people the same way that my dad did. Uh, but I, I just think that's a cool little thing. I didn't um, know that. That's yeah. wild. Yeah, uh, a, a triangle in, inside of a circle. Um, but... This one here actually initially had nothing to do with that. It started with, uh, it, it kind of symbolizes the Trinity mm-hmm. uh, in one respect, which is something that we believe in, right. uh, the doctrine of the Trinity. Uh, we b- believe in that that part of the uh, uh, the small O, Orthodox Christian faith, uh, making us uh, Orthodox believers. But uh, each one of those things stands for a different part of our mission statement. Experience, demonstrate, share. The three different uh, orange slices uh, actually refer to those different components of our mission statement. Experience, demonstrate, share. Uh, And the center, which is kind of like an empty space, is symbolic of the empty tomb. Mm -hmm. The lens through which we're to look at everything else. We're to look at the crucifixion through the empty tomb, 
that's uh, how we see things. We are part of Christ's narrative. So that's everything centered around the gospel. We experience, demonstrate, and share God's great gospel. Uh, that's what we do, and that's that's specifically what the logo stands for. And uh, it's also a little bit of a strategy as well. So um, we ex- first we experience Christ and who He is. Then we demonstrate it. We're discipled. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, one of the, another foundational scripture for us would be Matthew twenty eight nineteen and twenty to go therefore and disciple the nations, teaching them to observe. Uh, uh, excuse me, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and teaching them to observe everything I've commanded you. That's what discipleship is all about, is, is teaching other people to demonstrate in their lives the commands of Christ. Amen. And, uh, and then we get to a point where we go and we share that with others, proclaim the gospel. And when we do that, they then experience, and then they demonstrate, and they share. So it's kind of a little bit of a circle. This is our strategy. It's a strategy for... Uh, an individual strategy for a, a human being and kind of the mm-hmm. process they go through, the the evangelism process that they personally go through, but it's also how they can share their faith with other people. So, you know, being missional in terms of uh, who we are and what we do, um, that's that's our that's our kind of strategy to reach other people. So there we go, gospel ministries, and we're going to give a, a round of applause there for uh, our our ministry, Don. Um, I, I just absolutely love sharing Christ with other people. It's been my really ambition, my life mission for so many years to do that ever since I came to know Christ all those years ago. And uh, through sort of a roundabout set of circumstances, Mm -hmm. I ended up doing this, what you see uh, me doing each and every week, creating content where we want to teach the Bible and share the gospel with other people. So, uh, so that's a little bit of a background on us, I guess, really. That kind of sums up the, the, this episode <laughs> in, a, in a nutshell. Right. Um, but uh, before we go, Don, did you have uh, anything else you'd like to share with somebody? What's been something interesting to you about doing this and, and, and podcasting with good old Pastor AJ here? Well, I think getting the news of Jesus Christ is very important to get out to the world. And whatever, whoever listens to this, I hope to God that they will take this into their heart, that they would listen to this. And like you have that circle, and, in, and if when you see around that circle, that that's what we're supposed to do as Christians. We're to experience it, to demonstrate, and share God's great gospel. That's what we're supposed to do. And that helps bring other people to Jesus Christ. And if we don't do this, what is that person going to do for eternity? Yeah. I mean, if they don't get saved, they're not going to be going to heaven. Yeah. And that's, that's the part that hurts because these people are being, a lot of them, not all, a lot of them are being led astray by the world. Yeah. And by being led astray, when they die, they're going to see that what we've been saying and other preachers have been saying is the truth, and they've missed the boat. And that's why I want to do this, because I don't want them to miss the boat. I want them to get saved and be right with Jesus Christ. I don't care what the world thinks. Yeah. I want to do what I feel that my Savior wants me to do, and this is one of the things I think he wants me to do. Yeah, and uh, th- love your passion and your zeal for Jesus. That is why we do what we do. And and honestly, um, the reason that I transitioned into this ministry, this style of ministry as opposed to traditional pastoral ministry, which I did for 20 years, um, 
is because there's so much opportunity to share the gospel this way, right? Uh, faster um, through so many different social media platforms. I really want to encourage you to share our content with other people if you find it helpful yourself. Um, if it's something you'd like to be part of, partner with us in some way. Again. We would bl- be blessed to have you do that. There is a cost to what we do, to having a studio, to, to having a growing ministry that uh, contributes financially to other missions organizations. And uh, we're just passionate. We're passionate about sharing God's great gospel, that uh, you are a sinner. I am a sinner. We are sinners. Amen. We need a Savior. Christ died for our sins. And by accepting God's grace through faith, receiving Jesus, and and, and experiencing baptism as, as an expression of that faith, an outward expression of the inward change, uh, God welcomes us into his family so that one day when we mm-hmm. stand before him at the judgment, he says, innocent, because he sees Jesus in our place. That's right. such an awesome promise. That promise is for you. It's for everyone. Um, the Bible says, all those who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Right. And so what do you have to do? All you got to do is... All you got to do is receive Jesus. All you got to do is say, all you got to do is, is, is say this prayer along with me. Call upon the name of the Lord. I'll, I'll lead you in that prayer right now. And I want to encourage you, right now, we've talked about the gospel and why we do what we do. Receive the gospel. Because that's what gospel ministries, Pastor AJ, Don, and many others who are involved with us are all about. Say these words with me right now, wherever you are. Lord Jesus, I am a sinner, and I need a Savior. I ask you to come into my heart change my life, make me new on the inside today so that I can live for you tomorrow. I believe what the Bible teaches about you, that you died for my sins and that you were raised to life three days later. I ask all these things in Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, you actually have been what the Bible refers to as born again. It might not seem like it, but what I want to encourage you to do right now, don't wait, Go on Google, look for a local Bible preaching church. Um, we have great churches in this community yep. uh, that it, you know that that are that uh, partner with us and support us. And so we want to encourage you to find a local church, get baptized as a symbol of your faith. Talk to a pastor. Let us know. We would love to celebrate with you. In fact, we are celebrating with you because uh, because of what you've done, because of that step of faith that you've taken. The Bible says that we're saved by faith. Mm-hmm. We're saved by our faith. If we we're, believe in our heart that's and confess right. with our mouth, we are saved. Yep. And the yep. thing of it is, they need to start subscribing. That's right. To this. That's right. <laughs> that's my little uh, reminder to put up our subs- our new subscribe graphic, right, Don? Yes. So, uh, so we do love you in Jesus, and uh, we're so excited that we have been able to tell you all about gospel ministries today. Um, so I guess, I guess we're out, but before we go, here is a word from our I've already told you about my recent trip to the Middle East and the real Mount Sinai in Saudi Arabia, but what you may not know is that you can experience these things for yourself, and it's all made possible through our friends and ministry partners at DiscoveredSinai.com, where Andrew Jones and his team will take you on an adventure of biblical proportions to places like Noah's Ark, the Pyramids of Egypt, the real Mount Sinai and Red Sea crossing site the Split Rock of Horeb, Elijah's Cave, Sodom and Gomorrah, and Jerusalem. I can't emphasize enough just how incredible this opportunity is. It will be life-changing for you and your family. And here's the cool part. You can do the whole tour or just book the individual things you'd like to see. 
and the prices are amazingly reasonable for this all-inclusive spiritual experience. Book your tour today at DiscoveredSinai.com.